702 Drive. I see we've got a couple of callers here. Um, uh, Sibo, I think, is on the line um, from Turfantine. Uh, you, you wanted to talk nicknames. Good afternoon. Sibo, good, good afternoon to you. Let's try again. Hi, Sibo. Can you hear me? Yes, we yes, can yes, hear you yes, now. Yes. Perfect. Go ahead. You know, the, the funniest names we used to give nicknames is the, the ones we used to give to our fathers. Yes. When we were young. You know, our fathers were very strict. And uh, so when they were coming from work, we would say to each other, hey, there is reason clean coming. Hey, there is clean, 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 clean coming. Let's run quickly and clean the house. Hey, there is such things are coming because hey, they used to be so strict. And they didn't know that those names are there. You know, when we come in, they say, there is a Bruce Lee coming. They don't know we call him the Bruce Lee <laughs> because they used to be so hard and beating us all the time, you know? Yes. So, so in the house, we'll be talking about him and he doesn't even say, hey, Bruce Lee, man, I have Bruce Lee, because I start now. <laughs> but but, but they'll be showing in the conversation. They don't know who's talking about them. <laughs> but, Sibo, I can't help wondering, if they had found out, yo, you would have had to run, hey? You would have to run. You know, not taking your time. You know, not taking your time. But you know the saddest nicknames of all? Yes. Is the one of Bafana Bafana. That one is so sad. Because whoever got away with that guy who said it belonged to him, it was so sad because many people used to call Bafana Bafana even before that guy. We used to use that nickname. Many years ago, even before that guy called Bafana Bafana Bafana. It's just that like he was so fortunate that he registered that big. And when it came out, he made money. No, thanks, my brother. Thanks, Sibor. Thank you. Um, Logan says the Toyota Corolla between 2000 and 2007 uh, was called the Cockroach. Okay. I don't know if it had six tires. I assume it didn't. Um, why was it called the Cockroach? Logan uh, from Edenville, just give me an idea. Of course, often people will hear of a nickname, use the nickname, and have absolutely no idea of its origins. Keep those coming, please. 18 minutes past three. You're with John Perlman on 702. So a a really troubling matter, I think it's fair to say, where the Centre for Child Law um, is up against the South African Council for Educators. This in regard to two teachers in a corporal punishment case. The matter has now gone to the Supreme Court of Appeal. One of them involved a seven-year-old boy who was hospitalized after being hit on the head with a PVC pipe by his teacher in 2015. In the second incident, a 10-year-old girl left bleeding from her ears after being slapped and beaten by her teacher in 2019. So why is it in the courts? Let's get some clarity on that. Bernadette Wicks, EWN reporter, is with us now. Bernadette, in summary, why why are we all the way to Bloemfontein on this matter? Well, Getting the matter heard by the South African Council for Educators um, seems to have been quite a trying process and it appears that it was only actually dealt with after Section 27 and the Centre for Child Law on behalf of the parents of these children actually got involved and put pressure. And it was eventually heard, but the sanction that was meted out was what's been described as shockingly lenient. So these two teachers, and you mentioned kind of um, in broad strokes what happened in these two cases. Um, Any form of corporal punishment is completely outlawed in South African schools, but these are over and above that sound like really awful incidents of corporal punishment. Um, And the teachers were fined an effective 10,000 rand each. And there was a suspended sentence that was issued. And in terms of that, their names were to be removed from the role of educators 
but that was con- that was dependent on them being found guilty of another count of misconduct in a 10-year period. So essentially, they were able to go back to work without any sort of rehabilitation or retraining. Um, and the Center for Child Law took issue with this, and they feel that the sanctions were not harsh enough, um, and they do want the matters sent back to the council to be considered afresh and with the, with the idea of some sort of rehabilitation or retraining considered. Um, in the high court, however, they were, they were unsuccessful yes. on the grounds that the high court found that there'd been an undue delay in bringing the case. So really, they didn't delve into the merits. It was dismissed on a technicality, and they have now turned to the SCA in the hopes of having the high court's order overturned. So I'm just thinking timelines, Bernadette, and your, your point that the court made uh, about mm-hmm. unreasonable delay. The seven-year-old boy is now 16, uh, the 10-year-old girl is now 15. They are into their teens. Can we assume that they and their families want this pursued further? I mean, would would uh, the applicants, uh, Section 27, mm. Centre for Child Law and others, would, would they come to court very confident that this is what the family and the victims want? Yes. In fact, while the case is being spearheaded by the Centre for Child Law, represented by Section 27, like we said a, a few minutes ago, the parents are actually listed as... Um, as applicants in the case. They are actually listed in the court papers. So we can understand that they're working very closely both with Section 27 and the Centre for Child Law. And they do want this matter pursued and they do want to secure what they believe is justice in this matter. Was there ever a fork in the road where people said, you know what, this is not a school's matter, this is not an educator's matter, this is a criminal matter, this amounts to assault because there's absolutely nothing uh, in the way in which our schools and classrooms are run that allows for this kind of behavior. I mean, is is there a possibility that this could actually just become a straight criminal case? Um, so there obviously has to be the two the two processes. Uh, so this is an internal disciplinary process that can be followed parallel to a criminal process. Right. Um, in terms of pursuing criminal charges, that obviously involves a much a much more stringent test than a civil case does. Um, it involves the the authorities being able to secure evidence. There's a lot more that they would need to come up with to pursue a criminal case. Um, but on on the basis, sort of on the assumption that they were able to come up with that evidence, it does seem on the face of it at least that there would be an assault case here. As you mentioned, it's completely outlawed. So mm-hmm. it's akin to me walking up to you and hitting you or the other way around, um, it does on the face of it represent a case of assault and they would be able to pursue those charges. But as you mentioned, there has also been the passage of time and criminal cases also get very difficult to prosecute the longer you leave it. Is it clear what the applicants believe would be the correct sanction? Have they set that out? Well, what they are looking for at this stage really is that rehabilitation, that retraining. And there is this very strong feeling um, with experts that it's one thing to say to teachers and many of these teachers who were practicing when corporal punishment was still allowed in schools. It's one thing to say to them, you're not allowed to do this anymore. Yes. You have to equip them with tools so that they know how they can deal with disciplinary issues mm. in nonviolent ways. So what what um, Section 27 and the Centre for Child Law are really looking for is for these teachers to be sensitised to other methods that they can use to ensure that something like this absolutely never happens again.
Thank you so much, Bernadette Wicks. Maybe you've got some thoughts on that, Matt. I mean, what do you think would have been an appropriate sanction? There's talk about uh, some kind of rehabilitation-style training. That would be good, uh, some people would say. Others may want to go a little harsher, but give us your views. 011-883-0702 and 072-702-1702. 24 minutes past three.